Welcome to episode 10 of the New Zealand General Practice Podcast, an opportunity to share the joy of general practice and hear some of the tips and tricks that GPs use to build joy into their days. I am Dr. Joe Scott-Jones, and I hope you find these four GP colleagues recorded during the Royal New Zealand College of General Practitioners conference recently as inspiring as I do. So Lily, the, um, what brings you joy in general practice? Uh, the thing that really brings me joy in general practice is seeing people um, really make changes in their health and oh, yeah. being part of that journey with them. Yeah. Um, and so my real passion is around nutrition and lifestyle um, changes okay. that um, mean that people um, can be healthy without medication. That's, that's been a, a part of general practice which has been quite hard for, for GPs. We've not, we've not been, traditionally, we've not been very good mm. with lifestyle change. Yep. So how do you um, enable that to happen? Do you have any, anything that, um, that you do specially that makes that link or enables to make those lifestyle changes? Yeah, so in 2015, I changed my practice for nutrition um, and adopted low-carbohydrate, high-fat nutrition oh, yeah. um, as the way of making nutrition changes in yeah. our practice yeah. so everybody at Tuluki Healthcare recommends that and um, what I found is that <clears throat> I mean obviously I did a lot of uh, my own research before I made those changes yeah. but uh, for people that are insulin resistant and I work in South resistant and I live in South Auckland with an Amali yeah, provider really high, so yeah, really high, high yeah. metabolic disease yeah. um, that uh, taking carbohydrates out of the diet really is the thing that will lower the insulin enough that people can actually access their fat cells, um, access their fuel and, and burn it. Yeah. Um, and so for the first time ever, people are actually losing weight when I um, when they make these changes. Oh, so you're seeing you're seeing the effects of what you of the advice that you're having as well. So that sort of reinforces yeah. um, the, the, the joy of it. It also sounds like you got the whole team engaged with uh, um, with that with that concept. Right. Mm. I talk about um, uh, set pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. In in sport, you know, there's, there's going to be a, a throw-in, there's going to be a, um, a, a, a scrum or whatever. Um, so we know in general practice there's going to be somebody who's going to come in who's um, insulin resistant with metabolic syndrome and everybody agreeing what the plan is around that. Yeah. Um, is really important and if you because if you know if you're within your team there's somebody else who's not mm. giving the same message yeah it, it really interferes with the with the whole yeah. the whole experience so once um the other doctors and nurses in the team uh saw the changes and like, I, I just did it with one patient first and yeah. once we saw the changes with him um and i actually adopted it myself and lost weight and right. so that created some more conversations yes um and so i then went away presented the evidence that I had found and it was a no-brainer yeah. to everybody who was kind of part of our team yeah. um, and so we got support from AUT to develop our own Māori and Pacific focused resources wow. um, and we run our own internal support group and Facebook page oh, because wow. we need, you know, those things aren't, the culturally relevant resources don't exist for free yes, <laughs> in yes. our community Yes. Um, so we've kind of Led that ourselves, um, and now uh, people within our and within our community, within our practice, are taking that and leading it. You know, alongside us, there's lots of um, I guess champions of this change yes. um, within the practice, 
who will, you know, if I turn up to the support group, I'm not really talking anymore. They are the ones that are saying, try this, try this, this yeah. is what I did, I found this when this happened. Yeah. So um, it's been fantastic. Yeah, it's really made my experience of being a doctor um, satisfying and changed my whole perspective on well-being. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. And thank you so much for, for sharing that. That's really, really helpful. And congratulations on the Community Services Medal yeah. um, from the College uh, Award as well. And that's uh, well-deserved. Thank you. Uh, so thank you. So Malcolm, what brings you joy in general practice? The people. I enjoy the people. I sometimes find them a challenge, but I always enjoy the people as opposed to the paperwork and everything else that goes with it. Yes. If I just had the people, that I would be very happy. Do you do anything that minimises your paperwork? How do you deal with the paperwork? How do you... I now only work part-time. OK, and right. that minimises minimizes my paperwork <laughs> very successfully. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. That's really helpful. It's not really, but it's quite entertaining. Okay, I'm really interested in the joy of general practice and what you meet, what you brings you joy in general practice, but also how you go about developing that within your practice. What have you done that have actually created that within your practice? So the, um, I think the interaction of being both a clinical leader and a, and a general practitioner actively on on the ground means that you can have a little bit of a view of, of what might be coming or um, so you can influence the ethos at the practice to to get involved in innovative new ways of doing things, yeah. maybe being a little bit ahead of of the game. Yeah. Um, on the same basis, you know, the, the everyday interaction with the general with, with your patients grounds you in, in actually what's really relevant. Yes. And therefore you can feed that back into into the clinical leadership space, actively and proactively influence, you know, decisions that that have real impact on on patients' lives. Um, so taking the step into the leadership role um, gives you some influence, but also a, a bit of foresight around what's coming, and uh, that enables you to take that not well to influence a wide range of practices. Um, but also to take that into your own practice and, 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 and your own clinical yeah, work yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, a, a really good example is, you know, we've got a really clunky case-based management system yeah. that everybody has really, you know, their eyes all blur over when we talk about Whanatahi as a case-based management. Right. But in the situation where we've got an opportunity now to work across the sector with multidisciplinary teams, Yeah. I've been able to be involved in some early development of using that tool in a multidisciplinary team coordination fashion. Yes. So that by virtue of being aware of that possibility, I can front foot my practice and in um, enabling it and making sure the tools and and the requisite um, opportunity is there in, in our practice to, yeah. to grasp that opportunity with two hands. Mm. And at the same time, then, you know, as a pilot practice, then you can prove hopefully the, the benefit and then that can more, more easily roll out to the broader, broader practice. Yes, yeah. Based across Northland. So. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I mean, I think the, um, uh, the value of being involved in actually developing the programs and things as well, um, you know, really sort of supports the joy of, of, of what we do. So, so thank you for that. Yeah, and also, you know, one of the 
interesting learnings working much more in, in, in a mix of both kaupapa and, and mainstream practice is, you know, the value of the pipiha. Yes. In, in, in when I introduce myself to my Māori patients is now translated into a very similar approach with all my patients. So I, I use the same framework as the pipiha in introducing myself to non-Māori patients. I introduce and say, I'm Graham Jelly, I'm born in Zimbabwe, I came to New Zealand, I've been in Westport, Whakatane, and now in Northland. Yeah. This is who I am, this is my whakapapa. And, and, but, but my mainstream English-spoken language or any other culture that comes through my, my room has been influenced by the whanangatanga of, of Māori. Yes, yes. And, and that's how general practice changes. You, know, you can yeah. take a, a rural Zimbabwean doctor and, and, and in, incorporate them joyously into rural New Zealand practice with an acceptance of a completely different culture. And, and that's exploration, that's innovation, that's um, what gets you up in the morning. Thank you, Graham. That's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. So, Aniva, what brings you joy in your life as a GP? I think what really brings me joy is the diversity that I enjoy within practice. Yes. Um, in regards to the wide range of ages that I see, but also the, um, the really expansive um, type of work that I get to experience on a day in and day out. Every day is different. Yes. Every day is um, has something new or challenging. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just um, enjoyable. The people that I work with make it a happy space yes. as well too. So yeah, um, yeah we have a great team. Um, we each have kind of um, our own strengths and our own um, areas where we need support in and, yeah. and that balances really well. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, just that um, sense of being able to celebrate um, and we often had shared lunches and start celebrate each other's birthdays and yeah, it is just um, making happiness a part of the day. So actually deliberately, do you, do you have like a, a structure to, to, to celebrate? Do you have a... Well, a we have a birthday board so everyone's birthdays go up in the start oh, okay. room and then it, that keeps us on track as well too so yes. that we don't miss everyone's. Yeah. Um, we, um, you know, often if someone's um, going away somewhere or something significant's happening, we'll all kind of bring something more shared to, rather than our own individual lunch, we're yes. kind of more of a collective thing that we'll just put stuff into creating something. Yeah. Um, one of our nurses' sons is a commercial fisherman, so you'll often have like fresh fish being cooked in right. the back of the <laughs> Wasn't that wonderful? And thank you so much to the contributors to this episode. For Lily, for, who brings the whole team along and passionately developing resources and approaches that really engage her community brings her joy. Malcolm, recognizing when it's time to slow down and focus on the people, not the paperwork. And Graham, uh, so culturally responsive, allowing Te Ao Māori, the world view of Māori, the indigenous people of New Zealand, to change the way that we communicate and connect 
celebrating being able to influence improvements in practice that impact on the health of the population as well as the people that are in front of us. Um, being a clinical leader, I'm absolutely certain, brings challenges, but also huge joy. And Aniva, um, that warm connection with the people she serves, the people she works with, the culture of the team, and again, the undoubted diversity that characterizes the daily working life of the community-based generalist, all bringing us joy. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the New Zealand General Practice podcast, please rate it wherever you found it and share it with your friends. If you want to know more about general practice in New Zealand, the college website has all the details about vocational pathways to both general practice and to a career as a rural hospital specialist. I'd also recommend the Rural GP Network and NZ Locums that they run. They provide an excellent support if you're looking for an opportunity to experience rural practice in all parts of New Zealand. I've been Dr. Joe Scott-Jones. Kakite ano. See you again.